0: All content and media on this podcast is created and published online for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health or personal advice. Yo, 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 what's up? It's Rob Brubaker, founder and creator of Build Your Better Boat. Podcasts. What's better than fitness, health, nutrition, mind-boggling lifestyle changes, and hmm, yeah, I don't know, maybe a little bit of comedy. This is what Build Your Better Boat podcast is about. So come on out and listen up to the hottest boat in town. Yeah, that would be me. Uh, I'm actually, I'm kind of like a cigarette boat because I'm super fast, I'm hot, I'm sexy, and kind of like what everybody wants on the lake. But in actuality, I'm not really that fast. I run pretty slow and I'm actually not all that sexy. So, but I think I'm a cigarette boat. Anyways, tune in, listen up and enjoy. What's up, BYB Beers, this is Rob Brubaker, creator, developer of Build Your Better Boat Podcast, or aka Captain Rob. So I'm on the way to the dentist today, uh, this morning for a cleaning, and uh, I really don't like going to the dentist i don't know about you guys but it's like the same same damn song and dance every time i go in there like i walk in and like first of all why why, like why do they um why do the dentists act like they're happy to see you because like they know they're about to just rip your ass for like pure hygiene right like they're, they're they come in they act like and they're like how you been like what's going on And then 30 seconds into the cleaning, they're like, have you, um, have you been doing your, uh, your daily brushing? And and, uh, I'm like, like, seriously, for real? Like, you're, you're, you're asking a grown ass man if, if I brush my teeth. Like, yeah, I do. I do brush them. I brush them in the morning and I brush them at night. Okay. Now my bristles might not be getting circular up in the gum line like you tell me to do, but I take the toothbrush, I put toothpaste on it, and I put it in my mouth. Okay, I, I do do that, and then they're like, okay, okay, like you know, I just wa- I walk into the dentist defensive, like mad, ready to like fight the hy- hygienist, you know, <laughs> and then they like start doing the cleaning and they're like "Ooh, the gums are a little irritated today i'm like yep yeah they're always irritated you tell me that every single time i come in here so like not only the gums irritated but i'm irritated so and and then why? like why do they have to tell you that stuff like why 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 do they have to like just ruin your day right off the bat you know like what like how hard would it be to be like You know Hey You're doing a lot better Than you were last time Right Or You know The gums seem pretty good today I don't know Maybe you guys' dentist appointment is different I don't know But it seems like for me They have like this personal Personal You know Thing Thing against me and my gums uh, but then, you know, then the next thing is, is they're like, have you been flossing? I'm like, listen, okay, like pull up the file, go to your little computer, like, yes, I floss, okay, like, I, I don't know why we have to ask this every single time I go in there, like, I do floss, I brush my teeth and I floss. I'm going to start going in there with a t-shirt, like, I'm going to wear a t-shirt that says, I floss, I brush my teeth and floss, and, and that way, maybe they won't ask me. So, as you can tell, I'm a little on edge as I'm on my way to the dentist. uh Just you know, it's it's one of those things that that no one looks forward to twice a year. And now, the 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 oh man, speaking of that, I don't know if I have my mask. Um. Not the worst part about it is that now I gotta go wear a mask. I gotta wear a mask to get in there. First of all, I don't know how that's supposed to work. Like, I guess I wear the mask, and then when I get in there, they're they're gonna make me take the mask off so they can look in my mouth. I don't know. I'm just ugh, frustrated with all this. Anyways, uh, I hope you guys all had a fantastic weekend. I know I did. Uh, got a lot done. Got a lot of workouts in. I did a uh, a 10 miler on Saturday Uh, that was my that was a long run that I have not done in a while Um, but I felt great I really did like I I don't know if it's been like my nutrition and um, everything's been on point and so you know the legs felt great the recovery felt great the no sore muscles the, it was just a really really good run the weather conditions were perfect I think that's too like a huge aspect of getting in a good workout or a run especially if you're an outdoor type workouter you uh the conditions right The whether it's hot, humid or dewy something that Annie uh, Prusha taught me was that if you're a runner you need to check the dew point the higher the dew point the harder your run's gonna be. It's not always about the temperature. I drank some of my coffee here. So, uh, but yeah, I felt awesome. I felt great. Um, I bounced back on Sunday with a 4.5 miler run. Uh, that felt really good. I felt stronger on Sunday than I did on Saturday, which is weird. I don't know. Maybe it was the dew point. Or it could just be, um, I don't know. I don't know why, but I did. I felt stronger. It could be a shorter distance, maybe, right, you know, ding, 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 ding. Um, sometimes the answer's right in front of us. But, and then after that, uh, we did a little family fun run, a one-miler. Uh, kudos to Annie again. She's, she's the superstar of this, of this podcast. Her and her family does a one mile run every Sunday before church, and so we decided to embrace that and get that in. That was a that was a shit show, though. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like we we get going, and and you know we have this brilliant idea that a seven year old and a two year old are gonna want to run a mile, and like (laughs) that just doesn't happen. I mean, Ryan was complaining before it even started. Was like, what? Like, we were like, hey, we're going to go on a family run. And, and Ryan's like, a family what? Like, first of all, he was shocked that we're trying to do something as a family. You know, which is, that's a whole other story for a different day. But then he's like, a family, a family run? And we're like, yeah, so we're going to, like, we're going to get together as a family. We're going to all go outside. And we're going to run one mile, and enjoy it, together. And, I mean, the look that he gave us was just, like, who are you? And why are you going to make me run a mile with you? Now, Kyle, the two-year-old, was like, yeah! Let's do it! Like, and that, that just shows you how, like, not smart he is yet. Um because he doesn't understand that that's not really a fun thing to do. So why do we call it a fun run? I'm not exactly sure. Anyway, so we did it, and uh, it, it, was, it was interesting. I'm not going to lie. Um, Brian started off sprinting for about 30 seconds and then got tired. And uh, Kyle just kind of paced himself, was running, um, I think the best way to describe it was a shit show. It was, it was definitely a shit show and, but we finished, we finished the one mile fun run. Um, and so that was good. That was fun. I think our pace was, I think it was like 16 minutes and 30 seconds. So I'm pretty sure, uh. Pretty sure some people could crawl quicker than that, but it was, it was our mile and we got it done and we're going to do it next Sunday. And our goal is to beat 16 minutes, and 30 seconds or something like that. 16, 30 seconds, 46 seconds. I don't know. But then I think that brings up a good topic uh, to kind of start the morning off with. And that is, you know, how do you incorporate or encourage our kids our youth to engage in activity and specifically with the restraints of COVID-19 that are going on right now uh I know my son loves soccer he's a big soccer player loves it. loves soccer we play soccer all day every day uh so he goes to soccer practice once a week right now and they have to social distance they have to um you know, they're not allowed to scrimmage and it's a skills workout right and so the kids are you can see the kids losing interest because they want to play like they want to play and compete and pass and score goals and uh you know that's what that's what being a kid and playing sports is about and right now they're just focusing on the technical stuff which is awesome because that's only going to make them better players in the long run. But as a 7-year-old, that's an extremely tough topic to, to understand. And, you know, that, that that's a concern. So you see, you can see the kids' level of engagement going down in sports. And that's not a good thing. Um, but it is, it is what it is. It's where we're at right now. I'm hoping that we get out of it sooner than later. Um... So, you know, how how do we how do we engage our kids? How do we get them off these? You know, these kids are known as the iPad generation, and the the kids that want to be stuck inside, and that you know, um, they're stuck on video games, stuck on iPads, stuck on their phones if they have phones. If your kids are a little bit older, and you know. How do we get them outside? How do we get them moving? How do we, uh, you know, get them physically active, fit, eating healthier? So, you know, that's why I think Annie created this family fun run was to get her son Marcus out and running and involved and get it a family event. We've adopted it. Although it was... Like I said before, a shit show, it also was, was fun, and it got them moving, and they were tired. Like, like running a mile for a kid is way different than, like, their short sprints that they do when they're out playing, right? Because a kid rarely ever runs for more than 20, 30 seconds. If you think about it, when they're out playing, like, they'll, they'll sprint, and then they stop. They'll sprint, and they stop. So their bodies aren't trained to do, like, a mile run. So it's a different, it uses different muscles, it uses different, um, you know, different, I guess, lung capacity, I don't know, whatever, it's just different, just believe me, it's different. So, you know, and, and I also know that, like, one of my good friends and fellow neighbor, Scotty Wells, He he has his son who is going into kindergarten, I think going into kindergarten, yeah, I think going into kindergarten he has him do like burpees with them and they do burpees in the garage and it's one of the coolest things you've ever seen in your entire life is watching west wells do burpees because he'll do like two and then he'll say how many more and scotty will be like keep going and then he'll count them out and he'll do like two more and then he's like how many more and you know but it's just like it, it's awesome um I have a friend down in Florida, Tim Peterson, who is a father of, I believe, 24 kids. No, I'm just kidding. I, think, uh, I, I do think he has six kids, though. He used to be my next-door neighbor, and I often wonder what was wrong with him uh, to have that many kids, but he is, he's a great father. And he's adopted a, a, he calls it a fun run, too. It's a 3.1-mile run down in Florida, and he grabs a couple of his kids with him, and, you know, his philosophy is that, to, for him, it's not about the exercise, it's about the memories, making memories with his kids, and getting them out moving with him, and so, you know, I think it's it's one of those things that we can incorporate our healthy lifestyles more with our kids than we do it sometimes you know i think a lot of times play for them and play for us is so separated right so if you think about it like when you go out and you're seriously working out or you're seriously going for a run um like you don't you don't want your kid there right because it's it's you know having your kid with you is a job i mean it's your parent you have to be a parent so we try and separate that time from our children to do our own workouts. Because mentally, we need that. We need a break. And working out is a healthy break from your kids. Like, that is a very healthy avenue to to take a break from your kid. And so I'm not trying to discourage that. Because I think that is so, so important. However... I do feel that we can incorporate our play with our kids play a little bit more
1: and what i mean by that is like let's say you're gonna go out and you run
0: seven miles right um you know why not like do a little quarter mile warm up with your with your kid before you go out right and just get them used to the process of like waking up stretching like going on around Hydrating afterwards, taking care of their body, uh, post stretching. Like, there's so many things that we can teach our kids about fitness and exercise that a lot of times we don't. And so, that's one thing that I'm going to try and do more with my lifestyle changes that I'm making uh, is to incorporate more and more get, get them incorporated more and more with our, our workouts now with with toddlers like kyle i used to do these things with him um uh, where i'd like you know grab him under the armpits and do like lift him up, up up and down it was a great shoulder exercise and he got a lot of fun out of it um you know being lifted up and he's you know, smiling laughing so I, I know there's a lot, you know, if you go out on the web, there's a lot of like mommy and me type workouts, uh, yoga, stretching where you can get your kids involved. Um, uh, my wife at times does these beach body workouts and both boys like to get next to her, and do the things that, you know, they're doing on the TV, whether it's sit-ups or push-ups or, uh, stretches, all sorts of things so there's multiple multiple ways to engage our kids in, in a healthy lifestyle at a younger age um, you know it's it's interesting because we everything we teach our kids is a foundational level and it's so important the younger they, the younger we teach it to them the um, the quicker they learn and the, the longer they adapt it right so potty training Right? We, 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 one of the first things we want to do is teach our kids to not go to the bathroom in a diaper. Um, reading. The earlier you get your child reading, supposedly the more successful they'll be as a reader. The more they read, the smarter they'll be. They'll get better grades, which will get them into college and they'll get a better job. Uh, the English language. Like think, think about how quickly we teach our children the language you know the the first thing we get super excited when they say ball or hi or mom or dad and then we encourage that and we reinforce it we reinforce it reinforce it and as a society I just don't think that we are doing that enough when it comes to fitness and exercise so I'm interested to hear you know some of your thoughts on how you incorporate uh, fitness and lifestyle into your child's um, you know, day routine, however, uh, there is an at, or there is a spot on the podcast where you can send me a voice message. And so you can upload that voice message and then I'll receive it and then I can actually hear some of the things, some of the responses that you all are, you know, encouraging your children to do. And then I believe there's a way for me to possibly share some of those voice messages in future podcasts. Now, I'm like super new to this whole podcasting thing, so bear with me. Uh, I'm sure that the, 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 the recordings aren't going to sound great uh, because I'm not using an official podcast mic I'm using my phone or my laptop. And another thing is is that uh, I'm still learning how to navigate. I'm still learning how to cut, edit, add things in, all that fun stuff. So, bear with me, if, if, if you will. Um, but please, please support the podcast and also please send me messages because then I know people are listening and, you know, the point of a podcast is to get people to listen, so go ahead and do that. Um, another topic that I wanted to talk about this morning is... A decision to make a lifestyle change, and you know the the amount of time, the amount of dedication, the amount of thought, the, the process that's put together to do that can feel so overwhelming. And I think that's what discourages a lot of people from actually you know doing that, right? Like you hear people say all the time. They'll set like a start date, right? Like they'll say, okay, uh, if it's on Friday, if you're on Saturday and they're having drinks and they're eating food, they'll say, I'm going to start on Monday. It's like, okay, great. That's awesome. Fantastic. Or once you get to like December, right? And you're in the midst of, the holiday season and you're at office parties and you're drinking more than you typically do because it's the holidays and that's what you're supposed to do and you're eating cookies because everyone's baking cookies or you're, you know, you have Thanksgiving so that you eat a lot of Thanksgiving and that just carries into December and then December you have Christmas and all sorts of stuff, right? So you hear people say, I'm going to start January 1st, I'm going to start January 1st, That's when I'm going to start. Uh, And those are all part of the process. Like mentally getting your helm, which again, as a reminder, a helm is your mind. The helm is the most important part on your boat Uh, because the helm actually controls the boat and steers the boat. So on you, on your boat, your body, your helm is your mind, and to, to to pick a start date, it's it's a mental thing for you, right? It's a it's a okay. I'm giving myself a cushion to continue this unhealthy lifestyle, and then I'm going to start on January first, or I'm going to start on Monday, right? And I think we're all guilty. How many of you? raise your hand raise your hand if you have said i am gonna start on monday and how many times have you said that probably thousands right now i can't see your hands up in the air however i can imagine that there's a lot of them up in the air right now because i'm picturing you listening to the podcast with your earbuds in and like both your hands up in the air like Throw my hands up in the air. Wave them like I just don't care. Like, there's probably so many damn hands up in the air, like, there's a freaking virtual party going on. Like, people are raising the roof, like, right now, left and right, with probably, like, all two of the people that will listen to this. That, that's a whole other topic, man. I, I, I got I to gotta grow this this podcast, right? But I guess it's going to take more than one episode. <laughs> All right, so we've all said it. We've all done it. We've all picked that start date. Um, my question to you all is is why wait? Like, why Why wait? And the reason you're waiting is because you're not ready. You're, you're not mentally ready. And if you're not mentally ready now, what makes you think you're going to be mentally ready on January 1st? I don't think there's anything wrong with picking a start date. I really don't. Um... Uh, I think, I think it's important. But I think that you have to be realistic with yourself and realize that if you're not ready now, what changes are you going to make from now until your start date that, you know, are, are going to be long-lasting and lifestyle? And if you can sit back and honestly ask yourself, what changes am I going to make from now until my start date? Right? Because you need to start... Although your start date may not be till January 1st, you got to start building that helm right now. And you got to make changes now, from now until your start date. Now some people will be like, forget it, I'm starting right now, I'm starting today. Rob Brubaker, you're motivating me so much, like I'm putting the fork down today. I'm going to go through my cabinet and I'm going to throw away all my food, and I'm taking all the forks out of my house so I can't even eat. Just kidding eat you definitely want to eat eat healthy uh put the fork down that's a shout out to beth halderman that's one of her terms and sayings she's always like put she always tells herself put the fork down beth like when she feels like she's eating too much so i cannot take credit to that so credit is given where credit is due so from this podcast today here's your takeaway because I'm getting close to the dentist and I'm going to have to go in there and figure out why they pretend to be so nice when all they want to do is rip my ass about my hygiene. Your ask for today is are you serious about making a change? Like, and I'm not trying, this isn't tough, love, this isn't whatever, but like, are you serious? Because if you're telling yourself you're not truly serious, it's not going to work. So if you're serious about making a lifestyle change today, I want you to get out a piece of paper and I want you to write down a list of your whys. Why are you making this lifestyle change? And you're going to say, I want to lose 50 pounds or 10 pounds, whatever it is. And I want you to dig deep into that why. So if your why is to lose 50 pounds, why do you want to lose 50 pounds? Like literally, like think about it. Why do you want to lose 50 pounds? Some people, it might be that they want a six-pack. Other people, it might be that they want to lower their blood pressure. Or they want to control their type 2 diabetes. Or they want to be able to get on the floor and play with their grandchildren because they their their knees hurt so bad that they haven't been able to do that. Or that um, they want to be able to play golf when they're 80. Or they want to go run a half marathon. Or they want to run an Ironman day like that's one of my whys i want to run an iron man one day so you gotta dig deep into your whys you can't just say i want to lose 50 pounds because if you if you want to lose 50 pounds and you don't understand why you want to lose 50 pounds it's not gonna work so do that go out and write down your whys today put it on your fridge take a picture of it with your phone screenshot it make it your screensaver Write it on your bathroom mirror. Plaster it all over the place. Write down your whys. Pick a start there. Build your better boat. Much love. Ride the waves that come along. And check out our Facebook group. It's Build Your Better Boat. I believe it's Facebook groups forward slash B-Y-B-B, the number one forward slash or backslash. I don't know. No, backsplash is what you put behind your counter. Wait, forward slash backsplash? I don't know. Just go to Facebook, search groups, build your better boat, Rob Brewbaker. Join us. Peace. Have a great day.